0: then Paris also called me out for my podcasting voice last time. I like get like way more excited right? or okay, I feel like, you know what right, I mean? It's yeah. like a different personality,
1: no, totally, I feel like
0: a different that. version. You know, you know, you don't, you know, no, no,
1: cause I do the same thing. Cause I, I just did podcast when I was in St. Louis okay. um, and I feel like as soon as it's on, you sort of, you're very conscious of that in your head. It's your behavior. Also yeah. Something.
0: It's like, you know that whatever you say is going to be recorded and yeah. you might have to edit it out. So <laughs> you just should be careful what you say. Anyways, that's how I feel. So, okay, hello, new internet friends, and welcome back if you're an OG to your internet friends podcast. I'm Isaac, and I'm not an AI. I'm a 22-year-old, Afro-Brazilian, black, boss baby, they, them, immigrant artist, creator, and your internet friend. This is your internet friends podcast, a podcast where I talk to our internet friends about the cool stuff they're
2: doing, but also explore the weirdest sides of the internet with real or fake news.
0: Today, I have Caillou or 1313. Do you still go by that?
1: No, not really, but just Caillou or Caillou13. That's my hot shit.
0: At Caillou13, who I've followed and has been an internet friend for years. Yeah, a long time actually. A long time actually. So I'm really excited that you're here and that we're getting to do this podcast episode because I feel like we both see like, each other's, like, artistic career grow, like, so much and, like, develop, and I'm just excited to catch up with where you are at today.
1: Totally, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, Caillou, what can you tell the listeners a basic, like, your one-sentence hypnosis about you or what you do? How do you describe your work?
1: Um, that's a, that's a pretty broad question. Let me think. Um, I guess I could say I crash cars. That's, like, My whole mentality and disposition right now which is just sort of like sort of uh an approach on production that sort of values like chaos and like agitation for like a end goal of like complete digital submersion um i just finished school i just graduated whatever last month um which is cool like i'm glad i'm done but i never really gave a fuck about school i've kind of been doing what i want to do like since i got out of the house like since i turned 18. um but yeah, I do, um, I, I work in like sculpture, music, uh, installation, video, and performance, I would say. And sort of like what I'm working on right now is sort of a amalgamation of all those things, trying to like concentrate everything.
0: What was your, um, you went to art school, but what was, like, your major, like,
1: then? I was in fine arts, uh, which they just changed the the department name to art practice, uh, which is a little bit more appropriate, because that department always has kind of been, like, you just do whatever the fuck you want, really. Like, they give you the foundational, uh, painting, sculpture, printmaking, and then with that foundation, you find your own focus and sort of, like, end up doing your own thing. Um... But yeah, it, I I definitely enjoyed that department more than I enjoyed the institution as a whole. I can say they give you a lot of freedom and a lot of good uh, guidance. Uh, shout out Cheeto and Kylie too. Those are like probably my central two like instructors who really helped me find a direction uh, when I was in spaces where I was sort of like uh, uh, more complacent. I would say.
0: And I know you were kind of like a non traditional student like me, or where like mm-hmm. you took a break and oh, then yeah, came yeah, back. Yeah what made you and especially like in pursuing like art and like art school what made you be like I want to finish my degree and and like what was the deciding factor for you Mm and slash you feel like it was worth it like now
1: yeah um, I definitely feel like it was worth it I think me going back had a lot more to do with um when I took my like break from school I definitely wasn't sure if I was going to come back or not but I realized in that time I spent off I wasn't really getting that same like Um, Maybe not artistic stimuli is the right word, but I wasn't getting like that critical theory kind of like stimulus and I wasn't getting like confronted with new ideas in the same way. And it was just especially at that point I was in my life in that very specific period. It was way too easy for me to sort of create like a homogenous echo chamber of like uh, just like things would get too repetitive. And I wasn't I didn't feel like I was like growing in the way I thought I would by departing. And I also think I just wasn't truly ready to like be out on my own to that capacity yet. Um and and I know when I decided to go back I sort of made the decision okay I'm going to really like I'm going I'm going back to finish and I'm also going to really like focus in on Fine Arts as an essential thing cuz also when I left I was like I'm just going to do music like fuck this da-da-da-da. and then doing that I kind of realized I need all of it like I need to do music I need to be able to do my own little space thing and I also have to operate in Fine Arts world because it all kind of feeds each other in a way that I hadn't been aware of prior to that you know What about you though how did you feel about your
0: I feel, I feel like conflicted. Mm -hmm. I feel very conflicted because, and I wasn't going to art school. So I feel like Mm -hmm. that's why I even feel even more conflicted about it because um, I was going to like a very like institutional, like primary, like white institution, like uh, school, like also, and surrounded by all these people. And like at the time I thought I was that person too. And I mean, I kind of like am. Um, like these like Ross business school like types Mm -hmm. or like you know what I mean where it's just like a totally like different like aspect of like um what people like want to like pursue and like Mm -hmm. what they later what kind of jobs they like want to get and while being in school allowed me to create um like and find like certain networks that I feel like were very beneficial, like okay. optimized. And I've like spoken about them yeah. um, before and kind of they helped your internet friends really like get funding at like at first. And that was really helpful. It paid for this podcast mic yeah, right yeah, now. Awesome, awesome. Um, but I feel like that literally was like the best thing. And like meeting like friends like Grace, yeah. um, shout out Grace, if you're listening to this, um, those like things were, like, the only good things that I, like, got mm-hmm. out of school. Yeah. And, um, like, those, like, networks, but not actually um, being in classes. Mm-hmm. or totally. Because I just felt, like, so overwhelmed by um, both wanting to be an artist mm-hmm. and wanting to pursue, like, a traditional path because I was um, studying... International Studies, French, Mm. and Communications. Mm, So it's like one major, it's like two majors in one. um, And obviously I'm like doing like PR now and I I kill it at Communications. Um, And, but then it became like this point where I was like, what, who am I like giving like money to? Mm. Do, like, are these like systems like helping me? Mm. Or are they like taking like time away from like stuff that... I, like want to pursue and like it's taking energy away that i might mm-hmm. be able to do that so i was totally. so i did take that like break and was able to like do the first like zine mm-hmm. which i think was really really important and then i came back to get the optimized grant because mm-hmm. you needed to be a student uh. i'm like such a scammer <laughs> this is the episode where everyone finds out so that i am elite elite level like scammer yeah. finesser um i went back to school to get that grant did that and then was like at my like junior like year and then was like okay like I'm gonna dip do like online classes and like yeah. get it like that way I'm yeah. not like coming yeah. I, I just yeah, yeah it it's just done. it's like it is what it
1: is yeah, like man, it it is,
0: what it is what it is um and I like just realized that I just like love alternative like learning and like more like community mm-hmm. like oriented things and that I could be a better, like, asset to my community, at least I felt, like, directly, like, doing things, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and directly, like, pursuing what I wanted to do, which is, like, the zine, and, like, all these, like, art things, than being in school, or, like, being in, like, an institution, and, like, pursuing that, like, further. Because I feel mm-hmm. like if I would have, like, um, stayed any, like, longer, I'm like, oh, should I do, like, grad school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, They're trying y-
1: to get you with that shit,
0: too. They, they really do. And it's like, oh, do I need that? Do yeah. I need more? But then it's like, what do I... What kind of... It's like, what kind of labor do you actually want to be doing, slash, like, work? Yeah. yeah. And, like, what do you need to do that work? Exactly, or, like, what's yeah. going to supplement that? Um. And I feel like, especially in the creative, like, world, it's definitely... Can you... What like results are you trying to get, or like who are you trying to work with, and can do you have the skills yeah. and like do you have the um like credentials like kind of not really like do you have a degree in like sound yeah. engineering, but can you actually can you do, do this? Because yeah. if you can like show to people that you can do the work then and you you've do been it. doing it, yeah. they will give you the job because yeah. like shit needs to get done all the time.
1: Totally.
0: totally. Um. So I feel like that's kind of where like I fell in. Um, and then like COVID happened and then I'm like, okay, I'm just like, I'm just right now. I'm just like skating this like very like thin line, yeah. um, where I'm like, yeah, I like went to school. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did yeah. that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I totally feel that. I, I do think that is a thing of like, um, sort of like I th- especially with art world shit, I think there is a thing of like a lot of it is just like really asking and going for shit. Like you could get way more shit just by going for it, especially if you know like, oh, I could do this thing. Let me just go see if like I could get this opportunity from this person or if like this person needs someone to do this, and you'll find that like a lot of the institutional stuff, and I even to speak of like finesse or like the ability to finesse, I feel like that's so essential to dealing with the institution, especially if you're like someone from like a marginalized group, because they're gonna treat you how they see you or how they see that you fit in this space. So you need to kind of know how to like finesse it so that you're actually getting uh, what you need from the institution, and Definitely. not like they're not just putting you through the fucking ringer of like oh you do this you do this and then you graduate. And you paid like fucking two hundred grand for this degree, da 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 type shit. Um, so I, I definitely feel that. I think um, um, there was something about the, the very first thing you said that I was gonna say something in rebuttal to, but I totally forgot what it was. But yeah,
0: definitely. Um, and I think the most of the jobs that I have now, mm-hmm. I've like created for myself, yeah, and yeah. they just like didn't exist until yeah. I literally like. With, like, Not Sorry Goods, literally, um, I, like, modeled for them or whatever, and then Mm -hmm. I, like, talked to, like, one of, like, the co-founders, and similarly, like, to, like, my, like, our assistant job, I was, like, oh, like, do you guys, like, need more help, or, like, what's, like, up, or, like, oh, I'm just Mm -hmm. looking for, like, a creative assistant job, I wish they were more in Detroit, (laughs) me, with all my skills, just a simple Virgo, waiting to find a dedicated team that needs some help, and they were, like, oh, like, We don't have, like, we just me and, like, Diamond, like, we actually could use some help. Like, like, let's bring you on. So, I definitely feel like, especially, like, the more, I, like, I want to say in the creative field, but definitely, like, more as, um this empire of America collapses, mm. people are going to realize that, like, certain jobs or, like, c- certain ways of doing things are, like, so antiquated mm. and that there needs to be, like, new jobs mm. and there also needs to be, like, new ways of, like, accepting, like, people and, like, letting people, giving people access, like, to things and, like, opportunities. Totally. I, um, I feel
1: like, I totally feel that. I, I feel like, even to, like, parallel that, I feel like most uh, most systems of organization, especially, like, government body systems, are so filled with bureaucracy that they're actually not even designed to function in a way that is no. executing tasks. They're literally just they literally just exist to implement like loops of keeping everyone employed, which literally. is like the most frustrating shit. Cause it's like that is like the true sign of like um, you're in a space that is like no longer literally no longer trying to progress. It is just trying to sustain and like bleed itself out. Um, which is something I've been thinking about a lot lately, um, and even to go with what you are saying about institutions prior to this, I do feel like in terms of the benefit of institutions, uh, in and of themselves, is like very minuscule. But it is like those people you meet there and those sort of like very specific connections, like even when I was talking about Cheeto and Kylie, like those are the people that are actually gonna like help you out with shit specifically that'll be like way more beneficial than any course you ever take or any like or anything your degree could actually get you, which is like weird is a weird little like thing in and of itself
0: it's the connection it's like that's what college is really like selling yeah, often yeah. is like the connections in the student body and yeah, like the yeah. the resources that they have and like their libraries or different like things like that's what you're buying um, and I feel like people need to be like aware of that, and it is like super, especially in it's a hundred percent of business in America. Oh, totally. yeah. It's like why else would they bring college students back to campuses during COVID when yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff was happening? It's like because they want to make money. Yeah, um, we spent so much time on like talking about yeah. institutions, what I love, <laughs> but let's talk about I crash cars oh, yeah, and yeah. like your music and stuff.
1: Totally.
0: Um, I remember one day I was like leaving Rust Belt Market and I actually like <laughs> saw one of like your signs and like the teddy bear and it yeah. said, I crash cars. And I was like, why does this look familiar? But I did not get it and I was yeah. like tired after like work and I just like kept walking. Yeah. And then like a few days later, I saw your post yeah. like, and I'm like, I saw that <laughs> thing. I'm like, what? Dude. So what is that about? What's going on?
1: It's crazy. I'll actually show you this because Zay just got I crash cars tattooed on his chest the other day. And the dude who, tattooed, on him, who <laughs> tattooed it on his chest saw the same thing. Like, saw that same way. This He's is like, a
0: chaotic friend, like, like I saw you guys didn't already know. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait, um, show me. Oh, sorry, I thought I showed you. Oh, I have this fucking privacy screen I keep forgetting. Like, if I go like this, no one can see. Let me see a good picture. Uh, yes. The full done one's on his phone. But I took a video of him doing the whole thing. Let me see. Yeah, that was, like, it when it was, like, getting stenciled and such. Oh, yeah. for, the, um, for the audio at home. I'm... Showing Isaac a tattoo, but... It's hard. um, Yeah, no, it turned out really fire. But that dude had seen, like, that same thing you were talking about. Um, But, I mean, essentially, I Crash Cars sort of exists as, like, three separate things. Um, It started as, like, a full video project I was working on last year that I actually finished. So it's, like, that's, like, the movie format. And then there's, like, a a musical aspect, uh, which is actually which me and Zay just figured out. Zay's the one who's doing, like, all of the production for both the, um, the soundtrack in the movie and this and the, um, and the series and the album. Um, but uh, we just figured out the albums are going to be, like, a trilogy. So we, the first one is done, and we're actually going to start, like, finalizing the mix this week and stuff and, like, fully, like, putting it together. And then uh, what that p- specific piece was a part of is what is, like, the episode aspect of I Crash Cars, which is sort of going to be, um, uh, like a like, a show a show format that's going to sort of have uh performances that explore like the intersections of like personal private and public space and that specific piece of the teddy bears was called public crucifixion and in it i basically set up uh six different artificial like roadside memoriams in different like like suburban spaces like spaces that sort of had this uh, specific intersections and like histories of uh like a cultural clash to a degree And um, every single one of those teddy bears was filled with cotton candy and like gummy insides and like fake edible guts and fake blood. And I put them up, and I put them up, and I'd post them the next day, and I did that throughout. Like, I, one was like Ann Arbor, like Ferndale was that one. Um, there was one in West Bloomfield, and the last one was in downtown Birmingham. And I posted that one up, and I was so like I was trying to be so specific about it because I know how Birmingham is. We put that one up super late, like later than we usually would, like two or three. Usually, we'd be doing around like 11, 12. Um, and then I I got back there, there, like, I got back to that spot the next day as, like, early as I could while still getting in the camera And We were there, like, 9.30 or some shit. We got there, they had just taken it down. There was, like, a contractor who was like, oh, the police just came by. Whatever that was, they just took it down. Um, but, so I was, like, I was kind of pissed. And there's like, a video of me, like, calling, like, the police department, trying to figure out if I can get the bear back, like, all this shit. And I ultimately couldn't get it back. But, um... Basically, my plan was that I was going to take that one down and I was going to like directly like in the center of Birmingham, whatever, just take it off the the, where I'd hung it and eat the insides until I forcibly threw up. Um, And that was going to be like the video and that would be like the video conclusion of the piece. Um, But I mean, I couldn't do that because it got all fucked up. So then I just made the video where I explained that. Um, But that's kind of what I Crash Cars is like a lot of different things like that. There's also just this this piece that I got into Art Mile, into... um, uh, the Spaceki Fine Art Gallery, uh, ran by Dylan Spiesky. Um and in that piece we got our art in the Dia, and of which is something that we did. We we recorded in uh, January, end of January, in uh, of which me and my brother and uh, shot by a friend Nick, uh, went into the Dia and we like covertly recorded ourselves walking the Dia and then we went into the bathroom, um, the one right by uh, right in the Contemporary Art section and we recorded ourselves doing a sixty second like full bathroom fight. Like a real fight though, like like high school style, like messy, da, da, da. And are we really winning it? Like, yo, we got to try to knock each other out. Like, it's not like a...
0: Like you're trying
1: to... We're trying to hurt each other, like for real. You're trying
0: to draw blood a little Yeah, bit. literally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's and then like, what happened? Oh, we just went for 60 seconds, da 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 da, and then we left and we didn't get caught. Because also, we had Eli, our friend, like as a fake security guard. And you, you got to check out the video. Like, everyone listening, check out the video. It's on uh, a Spacey Fine Art Gallery page, and it's on, I, I linked it in my bio. But fucking um, Eli, we have him, like, set up. So, like, when we first walk up to the painting right in front of the bathroom, um, which is that famous Takende Wiley painting, because we were trying to kind of contrast the concept of, like, how it was, like, um, sort of like having like like black culture disposition in like this museum and like in this new context of like being on the horse, we're trying to put that into like a true practice practice where it's like, oh, let's actually do like this like like juvenile ritual thing that's like consumed as like low class but is actually like high cultured and but we're actually gonna do it where it's like, oh, we didn't have any approval from the DIA we just actually did it and really did it and did like an action of it instead of just like some symbolic like um like pointing to it or allusion to it um but yeah our friend eli was in the bathroom so he checked out to see if the coast is clear and you see him in the video walks out and he's like dressed as like full security like full tux and he just like does a clap and that was our signal to go um and then we went in and we did it uh and then we left <laughs>
0: wow but, yeah. wow yeah i was gonna ask you more about like save the art space and like all like that stuff how did that how did that all come together
1: the um wait what about the art space sorry
0: the Art Mile.
1: Oh yeah, Art Mile. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've known Dylan for a while, and he just approached me about uh about doing it and being See? a part of it. See, there yeah, you go. Yeah. I I met the D- Dylan on uh, in CCS because um, he um, he get substitute taught like one of my classes freshman year mm-hmm. and saw one of my pieces and just really fucked with it. And so you know, I've just known him since then. Cool dude. That's real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full circle.
0: Yeah, yeah. What? now that you've graduated you're working on this iCrash Cars like project that's coming out so I guess that's like what the next like big thing that's next but Mm -hmm. what um I guess my question is how do you feel going out into the world with degree in hand Mm -hmm. as like I'm assuming you identify as a man, yeah. as, like, a man <laughs> yeah. in, like, 2021, like, artist. Do you feel prepared? Do you feel anxiety about, like, your future? I feel like I might, like, make a class of, like, 20, like, 21, like, spread for yeah. the next, like, zine issue because I feel yeah. like I could, like, ask, like, five questions just yeah. about, like, okay, you just graduated yeah. school and yeah. you're, like, or people who are, like, more creative, like, hey, what, what are you going to do now?
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Because totally. that's, like, the big
0: question, totally. but it's, like. I guess the same thing. Yeah, it's a hard
1: question too. Like, in, in the sense that, like, I feel like, especially when, like, relatives or, like, f- family members ask that question and they don't even have that full, like, understanding of, like, art school, art world thing, it's always like, oh, what do you do now? Like, da 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 Like, what job are you going to apply for? Exactly. Are you going to work at an
0: art museum? Yeah, now? It's like, it
1: doesn't really work like that. <laughs> you're but... work
0: at the MoCA. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. But, um, I definitely, I, I definitely have a bit of anxiety, but I don't think, I feel pretty prepared. And I think, a lot of that is just due to uh, the pandemic and such and that whole happening. Cause I think that sort of like forced me into a space of like, okay, I need to like recontextualize myself outside of the, the institution and start to set things up so that it's like, I'm doing stuff for myself now and like building what I want to do in the future. And I think even with iCrash Cars, that was like a sort of reaction to that as well. Cause I just felt like, um, especially coming out of 2019, I felt like, um like I was just seeing so much like s- things that were created for the sake of being like aesthetic or like on mm. trend or like just very like not a lot of risk being taken artistically yeah. and I just felt like I wanted to make something that was like the principle of it was going to be to experiment and try new things and it sort of, would always be forcing you in a position of being uncomfortable and having to go outside of what you know you can do and try to see. Okay, am I really like? Am I really as good as I think I am? If I put myself on this thing and the consequences are real, where it's like failure could mean a multitude of things. Like the 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 price of failure is very high, um, and I feel like sort of putting myself in that mind state really prepared me for like existing in the world as an artist now. Because now it's just like now I just have to do it. You know. Um, but yeah, definitely a bit of anxiety, but nothing that uh nothing that is beyond ration. I don't know. How are you feeling?
0: I feel um I'm saying I'm just saying no to stress yeah, lately yeah. because it is. But I I think I I got really stressed out like no, okay, so nothing, like, changed, but about, like, a week ago now, more like a week and a half, I started having, like, a lot of, like, stomach-like pain out mm. of nowhere, mm-hmm. and my friend was like, maybe that's why, because nothing changed, and your body mm. finally reached a breaking point, uh, and now you're dealing with the consequences of having, like, six jobs yeah, and, yeah. like, being, like, running, like, two businesses, almost, and, like, being, doing all of, like, these things, and I'm like, damn, maybe, like, that is it, Yeah. Um. but also... I was talking to my mom the other day. I'm like, I feel like I'd be more stressed and anxious and depressed if I was, like, not pursuing, like, my own way mm-hmm. of things because totally. I would feel, like, insecure that my life could be better I could be happier yeah. if I actually, like, was being myself or totally. doing the things that I wanted to. Yeah. So with, like, accepting, like, the anxiety of, like, the unknown and basically, like, being, like, an artist is, like, like what you said what are the, the if you fail you fail yeah and yeah. like you're just going you just be poor you'll just be broke yeah, yeah. like you just won't make money and you'll have to like f- work for someone else or like figure something else out but like that's literally like the worst that can happen yeah and the best that can happen is that like other people like your art like other people like identify with it and like you build a community so totally. like the risk of being um like, identify as, like, an entrepreneur artist, like, mm. the risks of, like, that versus, like, the risks for me to, like, go to grad school or, mm. like, st- like stay in, like, um, I'm gonna call it, like, artificial comfort. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, totally. the artificial comfort of, like... title. Yeah, of, like, institutions and, like, other, like, backing just um, didn't actually bring me peace or joy. It just, yeah. like, took away, like, time from, like, things that I wanted to be doing. So... I feel – and now that I'm – and now that I recognize that I was, like, stressed out by, like, all the stuff that I was doing, like, this podcast or, like, I was trying to, like, maybe air, like, the – podcast episode record before this on sunday and i was like why yeah. like i run this like yeah. i can just push this back yeah. like why am i like stressing myself out over this like over this deadline that i like yeah, created yeah, yeah, totally. like i can just move it and yeah. i was like damn i don't have to be stressed out so like when i say i'm like i'm just saying no to stress i'm really yeah. like just like just i'm literally i'm literally just being like oh i can just move this or i can like if something stresses me out i'm like who can i like talk to or communicate mm-hmm. like if it's like a deadline or something like, something can be, like, worked out and done, like,
1: it always, like,
0: can be, nothing's final besides, like, death, pretty much, so I'm really just, like, leaning into the uncomfortableness Mm -hmm. of, like, being independent Mm -hmm. and, like, trying to be, like, an independent, like, artist and, like, creator, but also, um, just, like, feeling, like, accepting, like, the anxiety of it and also, Mm -hmm. also being, like, fueled by it to, like, go harder and, like, be, like, whatever risk that i like take like i have to take it like times like a thousand totally. because like that may be the last time i can that's maybe the first and last time i can do that which is kind of how i'm looking at this um like trip going back to brazil because mm-hmm. so i haven't been back in like three years yeah. I'm, i've like just in the past like maybe like three four months like found a bunch of like random like creators that are like brazilian artists and i'm like that's i like good. really want to like talk to these people it's like really cool to meet people, like, from where I was born, but now I'm internet friends with them, and now I can maybe meet them. But also, like, I want to see, like, my family and, like, all these people that I haven't... I maybe don't, like, see all the time or have a really super close, like, relationship with, but I know have made a big impact on, like, who I am and Mm -hmm. my life overall. And just, like, connecting to, like, culture. So I'm like, this... I also, like, I'm thinking about getting, like, a like a vlogging, like, camera or That's something like, to be yeah. able to make, like, video content while I'm there. And I'm, like, damn, should I just, like, do it, buy the damn thing and, like, yeah. see how it goes? Because, like, I don't know when I'm going to go back to Brazil. Yeah. I don't know when I, like, have will have the opportunity to, like, record those things and, like, interview those people again. Totally. Like, it might just be, like, worth it to just do it. Worst comes to worst. Like, my channel doesn't blow up or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can just sell the camera. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, I, right now, I feel like I have to, like, take these, like, risks totally. because I don't think I'll, I'll i not I'll never have more or less money than I do right now. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's facts. You, like, in both senses. Yeah, yeah,
1: of, I, I do think totally there's that, uh...
0: There's freedom right now.
1: Yeah, and, there, and there's freedom in that sense, too. There's, like, that sort of, like, uh... Not, not illusion of a risk, but there's sort of like, there's always that, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people get that artistic risk of like, oh, like I don't want to do this because I'm afraid to fail on my own standards or my own merits, where it's like, oh, like will what I do be good enough or will it not like connect in this way but I feel like often especially when you start doing stuff you realize like those initial failures are just the starting points where it's like oh you're gonna be terrible at this because you've never fucking done it before
0: the first podcast episode was awful (laughs) it was like okay it was not awful you've listened to it you bared through it like Like, the audio wasn't like the best I had this mic but still didn't know what I was doing I feel like you could have the equipment and not know what you're doing but then it's like you figure it out and it's like if you care enough you'll keep like learning how to do it and get better and like you have to start somewhere No, totally. I always
1: feel like you just got to get, if you really want to do some shit, you just have to be obsessed with it. And it's like, it doesn't, fuck being good or bad, you just need to be obsessed with it. You need to just, yeah,
0: Yeah. and it's like, who cares if no one watches it also? Like, you have to be the first person to be like, I'll watch it, like, I'm making this for me, like, I would like to watch this. Yeah, totally. Um,
1: Totally.
0: Amazing. I would love to get into real or fake news. Are you ready?
1: uh, I'm prepared. (laughs) I'm
2: prepared but first let's hear from our sponsor freakscape do you need investigative media sources that are based on the principles of putting people first being anti-imperialist and planet positive Do you need to do the research but don't have the time or passion to dive deep into governmental papers and corporate agendas? We have been drastically set back by the curriculum of K-12 education, media propagandas, symbolic elections, secret intelligence activities, and the narratives backing the U.S. empire as the quote-unquote greatest country on earth. The efforts to bring to light the reality of this elitist cabal and what we as people of the planet should be working to do has many reporting, investigating, and experimenting. Join the small but strong group of individuals who are getting re-educated with freak education at freakscape.org. Subscribing is free and will provide you with a bi-weekly account of people-first, anti-imperialist, and planet-positive materials. PDFs and audible readings, podcasts, videos, artist-activist highlights, activities, and more will find their way into your inbox. Freak education is re-education. The future is ours. Find us at freakscape.org. That's f-r-e-a-k-s-c-a-p-e dot org. Now to some real fake news.
0: Apparently Kyo is like a real or fake news champ Let's not, um, from you know, I don't want to from a <laughs> listener. So yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm raising the stakes uh, ar- early on to see to see how you perform.
1: Preparing for a flop.
0: All right, guys. If you I'm going to assume Kyo's familiar, but if you're not, I'm going to read these headlines and Kayo's going to have to guess if it's real or fake news and basically he's playing against me and if I can like twist these words or like lie to him and him Mm. not notice yep so we'll see we'll see how good we are at both yep all right first one real or fake news thailand is preparing to deploy a mobile unit of sniffer dogs to detect covid19 amongst its population real or fake news thailand thailand
1: um man i don't know so it's definitely going to be a guess a complete guess Ah, Thailand. That could be true. I'll say true, because I don't see why that wouldn't be true.
0: You're right, it's true.
1: Boom. Awesome. (laughs) Uh,
0: Already at one. Next. One for one. One for one. Real or fake news. Tyler's forthcoming album Mm -hmm. will be titled Call Me When You Get Here.
1: Yeah, oh, wait. Real no, or no fake it's news. it's uh, call me if you get lost. Yeah, so that uh, that would be in. yeah, that'd be fake, uh, cause that's like slightly off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If it's music shit, I'm probably gonna know. Just like I
0: know. why i was so like, locked in. I try to throw shit. you off by like, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But you almost got me though. You did almost Almost, oh, there, almost, but you're in like, the know. Oh, yeah, that's it.
0: Okay, and one more. Real or fake news. Pictures of Halle Bailey as Ariel for Disney's live action adaptation of The Little Mermaid have leaked today. Real oh, or fake news? Man. You think Disney would let that let that slip?
1: I'm thinking if they if if Disney let let it slip, it 100% would be calculated. So that's what I need to consider, and I wish I knew what the release date for Ariel was, because then that would allow me to really know. Because, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know the true answer to this, so it will be a guess, so I'm trying to make a calculated guess. Um, Man, I want to say false, but being that I want to say false, now I'm in the state of do I second guess myself, and do I say it is true? I haven't been on Twitter at all today, so I don't I have a feeling. Studied. I should have studied. Fuck Um, I'm gonna say false because even though I haven't been on Twitter today, I feel like I would have seen something for this or would have popped up in my atmosphere somehow. Like the few like five minutes I've been on Twitter Instagram today. So it's real. Fuck
0: <laughs> which <laughs> Which gives me some respect <laughs> and makes me feel at least you didn't get them all right. But that still makes you a winner. Yeah. By two best out of best out of three. Two, two out of three. Of three. You I still was close. you are still declared by me a winner of real yeah. or fake news. Almost
1: batted at hundred, but You yeah.
0: almost, <laughs> almost uh, but put some respect on me and my oh, you got um it. You got it. my um <laughs> my game face. No, those were
1: tough. I really only knew one. The first one I guessed. Um, and I really only for sure knew the second one. So,
0: yeah, you know. I knew you would know the second one, yeah. but I was like, let me see if I can just throw you off, yeah, and that's in, why I was like, I forgot what I was gonna say, and I was like, Ugh, It was a little. It has finesse, to be. Sure. It has to be specific, <laughs> so it doesn't throw you off. Yeah. Um, good jobs, good job. Snaps to you, snaps to you. Um, for anyone who wants to get good at this game, I Twitter and Bossip are that's some right. of my favorite right. okay. um, sources. Um, like,
1: I feel like these are things I would see on fucking, like, the Snapchat news column. Because I feel like sometimes when I'm on Snapchat I get caught up in that. There'll be, like, fucking 30 million of them. And I feel like, especially the last one, I'm like, oh, if I was on Snapchat today, I would have seen this shit. Like, you would have.
0: Also Pop Crave. You were on Twitter okay. and you follow Pop Crave. They posted it.
1: Word. Okay. They, they're always, like,
0: they're on it. I want to get, like, Pop Crave to, like, intern. <laughs> you want to be my intern, Pop Crave? Um, Speaking of help and just supporting people... Mm-hmm. Do you want to share your internet crush of the week are you ready or should i go first
1: um you can go first and let me pull them up
0: okay so i was originally gonna say a different internet friend and then throughout this entire podcast you have specifically reminded me of like someone like a creator online Mm. um that i've like come to like i like some of their content and any editing like style but I'm like, okay, some of, like, the things I don't, like, agree with, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if you know this person. I'll okay. know it in your face. Okay. You know the YouTuber, Sneeko?
1: Oh, you I do. You talk like I him. Do. do I talk like a him?
0: A little bit.
1: Wow. That's interesting. Um, No, I totally know who that is. I've seen some of his shit. I feel like the same way where it's very, like, I mean, I, I feel like I respect the fact that this nigga is definitely saying what he wants to. But it's definitely like, oh, I agree with this, I don't agree with that type shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, the one video, the, I think one of the first videos I watched him was that video that he made with his, like, ex, like, we broke up. Oh, Did you see that video? It was savage. Is that savage. the one where he was
1: talking about cheating on he her? Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, was
0: like, like was they were on Facebook. That <laughs> <just> shit was <laughs> savage as fuck. That yeah, just that made bad. me respect him. <laughs> that made me respect him off, like, damn, he's just really gonna put his dirt on here. Like, he yeah. might he edited it, but, like, that... That was his girl, like, and he, like, just fessed up to, like, kind of being, like, like...
1: It is very much in that vein of, like, um very, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, I'm just gonna just put everything out there so it's, like, you can make your own judgment.
0: Right. Not and a I, lot of,
1: like, I, I feel like this nigga is generally not, like, hiding a lot of shit or concealing shit about his personality.
0: Which I fuck with, yeah. also. It's
1: respectable, for sure. It's
0: respectable, and he's, um, done YouTube for a very long time, oh, nice I found it. out. Since, like, he was a teenager. Oh, okay. So right. he's always, and he, like, took a break, and now he's, like, kind of, like, back. So, right. like, in the past, like, three months is, like, when I, like, found him, and then... I feel like, similarly to you and your friend group, I'm like, yeah. oh, I just fuck with these guys, because I genuinely, I, like, I'm like, I want to be friends with them, yeah. I'm like, I can hang out <laughs> with them, yeah. like, I want to be your friend, and that's, like, how I feel about, like, watching Sneeko's content, yeah. where, like, sometimes I, like, don't agree with it, but I'm like, I would be friend. I would hang out with yeah, him for the cool day, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'd go shopping with him or whatever, like, do a day in New York, whatever, but he's just oh, always, yeah. like, doing, like, shit, and he's also very much so of that mentality of, like, do the thing and, Mm -hmm. like, don't be afraid to, like, pursue, like, your shit or, like, stand in your own way and just, like, make the content or, like, make the stuff and just be, like, as real as possible, which I, like, really respect Um, because it does take a level of vulnerability to post a breakup video, but also it takes, like, a level of vulnerability to make, like, different videos about your opinions. I feel like I've even struggled with, like, Twitter at certain points being, like, I should, like, to stop tweeting because I was, like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore um and like making videos and like putting a stance like out there even if it like changes mm-hmm. um which i feel like is difficult for like youtubers that people are like oh you said this once yeah, you still yeah. like think that
1: i feel like it's like that for everyone like i, I feel like a lot of the times it's even difficult to fully commit yourself to putting out statements or stances out there because yeah. then it's like now i'm gonna be a person who has to be contested on standing for some shit where it's like like, is this, you, I, I feel like it, it's a p- point of de- decision where it's like, is this something that I care about to the degree that I'm willing to argue with strangers about? Right. Like, in most things, I feel like most things, most people aren't. They're like, I'm not about to argue with random people I don't fucking know about how I feel about this. Because it's just like, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not worth, that. worth yeah. 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 That time and that, you know, whatever.
0: But... Uh, yeah, I respect him for making video content. That's something that I want to, like, do. Obviously, I just talked about that. But genuinely, I ac- actually would like him to, like, come on this podcast. At Sneeko, come yeah, on this podcast. Yeah. You're on the internet. This is your internet <laughs> friends podcast. Um, you're my internet crush of the week. Come on my podcast.
1: Hey, sick, sick. All right. <laughs> that's a good one. That makes me uh, want to dive deeper. But, okay, so my internet crush is this dude, uh, Dally Voodoo. Um... I don't know this nigga at all. I just followed him like last week on Instagram.
0: Say um spell his app oh yeah oh, oh, wow. Um
1: at uh, D A L I V O O D O O O. So like Dolly Voodoo, maybe it's like a Dolly reference. But he just posted this video, I think it was on Juneteenth. of him just hanging out vibing, listening to a song. <laughs> and I just liked it. He has cool braids. And when I watched it, it generally made me feel good. I was like, "Oh, this is cool. This This is real. This is a real
0: person."
1: And it was chill. So shout out that nigga. I don't know that nigga at all, but that was just what I thought of. Okay,
0: (laughs) valid, valid, valid. I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we've made it through this podcast. Congratulations! You have shared your story. Yeah. Made it through real or fake news. Made it through sharing an internet crush. Where? What do you want to plug? Any closing thoughts? Where can where do you want to be found by the internet friends?
1: Man, closing thoughts. Um this was a lot of fun. This was uh, a cool conversation. I feel like I never get to talk about these things. At least not in, it's definitely not in public spaces, but um yeah, i crash cars coming up. Uh the first episode will probably be out uh, in July and the first project musical project is coming out in July. Um I don't know uh, at Kyo 13 on everything, uh YouTube, fucking Instagram, I mean, you can find me on Twitter if you want. I don't even use Twitter, but, yeah.
0: It's up there. It's dude. there if you want <laughs> to see
1: some... It's all funny shit, like, literally. I just retweet funny shit that I like, so...
0: Oh, and before um, we go, I will compliment you on your video editing skills... Because you're actually. Video editing is hard. Fucking hard and time consuming. And time consuming. And I was like, who edited this? I saw that like freestyle. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck edited this? Because like you made like some really just like. I don't even know what I'm gonna call them edits, but it was like some real edits and I was just like, this is like fun. This made it like more engaging. Like I loved it.
1: Thank you. I loved it. Thank you, yeah. That um, that video would have been out weeks ago if I didn't have to go that fucking editing. So I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) I think yeah, I think that totally um, it like stepped it up. It did something. It did something. But congrats on like video editing. I was like I'll definitely pick your brain later about about it definitely. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Um but thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah, thanks awesome. for talking with me. This was a great convo. Yeah, just, um, fun. promoting the stuff, chatting with friends. That's what we're here for. But this is what I've been saying at like the end of podcasts lately. You don't have to get offline, but we do have to stop entertaining you internet friends. <laughs> Go ahead, open the YouTube app. I'm sorry you're not pay- This is free. This is this has honestly gone on for too long. <laughs> um, so click off. Bye.
1: Goodbye.